powerful, it's very, very powerful. It's beautiful times. Pastor Philip, I see you. Good evening. Good evening. Um, tonight I'm going to speak very briefly, and if we're going to title this anything, um, I've titled it Teacher Training. Um, we've been hearing the word so powerfully from PT. Um, and it's like we've gone into a new dimension of teaching. We've gone into a new flow of understanding our positions here on earth. So I'm going to speak very slowly. I'm going to try to speak very slowly tonight so that I can get one or two points across. I'm not going to try and do more than one or two. And then I'm going to give us some homework. Can we do that? Uh-huh. I like Leah. Leah's smart. Like, that's right up my street. <laughs> like a bit of homework. <laughs> um... Uh-huh, so um, yes, we've titled it, I've titled it Teacher Training and I'm still developing this thought, I'm still developing um, some of the notes I've put down here and a lot of it would just be a lot of talking. Before I even get into the talking, let me maybe even give you the homework now so that you know what to focus on. We're going to go back into the book of Proverbs and we're going to go into the, I, I like that Joy, she smiled at me like, like yeah, that's right, I was thinking that thing. We're going to go back into the book of Proverbs and we're going to do a proverb every day. Now, the way we're going to do this, we're going to pair ourselves up. I don't want you to be paired with people in your house, though. So, Pastor Priscilla, you're probably going to have to help me with this instruction. I want you to pair yourselves up with people outside the house, your houses, um, and go through the Proverbs together. Because when Petey started teaching us from Thursday, he said something that was very instrumental and monumental for me. He said that if you want prosperity or if you want wealth, you're going to have to study from the teacher of wealth. And that was Solomon at the time, right? Um, so, thank you, Pastor. So, I think we're going to have to go back into the book of Proverbs and get some wisdom nuggets on how to apply generational wealth into our life through some of those scriptures. So, I want you to go back every day. We started a bit late because we're now... Day five, day four of the month, day four of the month. Um, so we really should have started from the first. But because, Sha, we're starting now, okay? <laughs> so I want you to do that. Everybody paired up a proverb a day. And for some of you, I may be asking, what did you learn? Um, it's more than just you reading through the proverb. I actually want you to dissect some things. Read it in as many translations as possible. So if you can set half an hour in your day, whether it's 6 a.m. you choose, whether it's 5 a.m., whatever time you guys, you, you and your pair choose, set half an hour between yourselves uh, and begin to dis dissect those proverbs one by one by one. I'll be doing it as well. In fact, I've already started, um, so I'll be doing it as well. And then the other thing I need you to do, guys, and I've told one of your sisters to do this already, I want you to note down the skills you think you have. And if you think you don't have any skills, write down the skills that you desire to have. Yeah? So I want you to note down all your skills. All the skills that you think you have. I hope you're taking note of this stuff. So it's not like, oh, I didn't know you said we should do that. And da, da, da. I want you to take note of this stuff because I will be asking a lot of questions on these things. You can also hold me accountable because I'll be doing the same thing as well. The word that PT has been preaching to us recently, it still goes back to the Great Commission when he told the disciples, go out and make disciples of all nations, isn't it? So he encouraged them to do a teaching or encouraged, he encouraged them through teaching to go and make disciples. So I started discovering one or two things as I got into scripture and I got into uh, the word a little bit more at God's method of teaching and how the structure and the system that we have today was designed to fail. It was never going to last. Universities are gonna be extinct soon, by the way. Let me just let you know that. They're gonna crash because they just don't work. Most of you have come out of uni. None of you got jobs that you expected to get. You're still paying a hefty fine. What happened is that institution started off right. They started off with the teaching ethos. But what happened is they commercialized themselves and became a business. So no longer did that institution fulfill its uh, rightful call. I think the next move that will happen when kids come out of school is the focus will be apprenticeships. And I've said this before. 
And this is how actually God taught his men. If you look through scripture, all the way from Adam, God was on apprenticeship mode. He was teacher, teacher in training, yeah. isn't it? He will practically show Adam how to do some things. In the life of apprenticeship, it's the same methodology. You teach as you learn. So you grow and learn. And I used to think that was so, back in the days, again, how do you, that's not, it's not cool for you to go to an apprenticeship. Go to uni, that's the way to do it. Most of us went to uni because number one, you thought that you're gonna get a good job when you graduate. And number two, because your parents says that's what you should do. There was no real, in fact, when I, when I think about it now, I went to Brunel and I went because of the hype in Brunel. I said, if I'm gonna go, even though I don't want to go, I'm going to go there because I know so-and-so is going, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, I heard they've got a, a nightclub on campus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number three, there's dorms, which means I can get, leave my house. Those were the reasons why I went. Teaching was not in the forefront of me being there. It wasn't, it wasn't. I even knew in my hearts of hearts that what, what I'm studying is not where I'm going. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it, but I just had to go through the, through the system and the motion because everybody else was doing it. And if you did it, you look like the odd one out. Mm-hmm. But as I'm understanding the word more and more, I'm now understanding the importance of why we go through educational systems. And our first education system will have to come from the principles of the word. You understand that, don't you? If we're going to make it anywhere in life, if we're going to be those that problem solve, and this is why I really need you to get your skills down, because some of your skills, you'll be shocked that if you apply those skills, they will make you the most wealthiest person ever. When you look at the Elon Musk of our generations, nothing that he's done would you find in, an edu- in, a, in the education system today. This is a mindset that's gone beyond the university system. It's gone to a point where he's actually developed his own school. Yeah, he's got his own school that his own kids go to. That's Elon Musk. They they go to his own school and all they teach there is science. And it's applied science. What is applied science? You practically learn as you're doing stuff. So the kids will come out and actually create things that we use today. So it's not that you're learning how to do it, you're actually solving the problem as you're you're going. That's his school. So there's no such thing as um, writing. They don't do writing in his school. They don't teach you how to write. You don't have to write, that's fine. You learn how to code this thing and make this thing work. That's how they they get taught in Elon Musk school. Uh, So it's applied science, it's applied working. So it's no longer uh, me being taught all manner of things, like PT said, being given all these tools but not know where to use these tools. What they do is they give the child the problem. And then based on whatever uh, problem that's been given to them, they see what skills that they've developed in trying to fix that problem. So for example, if a child is given uh, um, a robot that doesn't function anymore, but he was able to instill a nature of, um, uh, this won't give me a good example. Uh, so, okay, they've given the child a robot, the robot is not functioning yet, and they're trying to get the, the robot active. Even if he couldn't get the robot on, but he knew how to make the robot smile, we've now developed a skill in that child. Mm-hmm. So everybody plays their parts. And I'm, I hope you're paying attention to this stuff because each and every one of you have a role, have a skill that makes this body of Christ function the way it should function. Mm-hmm. Remember the title, Teacher's Training. All of us are in training. Even up to me as Pastor Nikki, as I'm giving you the word now, I'm in training. I actually haven't got to the forefront of where I need to be just yet because God is still watching and making sure that he can qualify me and he can meet me at my graduation ceremony and say, well done, good and faithful servant. This is where we are right now. So we're all training, which is why the Lord allows us to make little errors and he will quickly fix them up and teach us through the word how to get them back together. But listen, guys. If we're in training and if we are products of God's economy and product of God himself, then we're going to always have to look at our lives and make sure that it is following the manual given to us to make sure our lives function the way God expects it to. 
is that fed guys do you understand and now i'm beginning to understand more and more with the world that we're seeing today the amount of problems that we're facing left right and center before you can even get to know your skill you've got to first even identify what is the problem then your skill will begin to become evident based on the problem let me give you an example we had a problem in the world house we needed to move we needed to leave the house. This is probably a terrible example. Let me think of a better example. Oh, Kalianda. Okay, yeah. So we needed to leave the bridge and there was nowhere to go. We needed to leave. This is still not a great example, but you guys will have to help me think. Um, of other examples we had to leave the bridge and I'm thinking oh my lord where do we go tomorrow I didn't know I had the skill set to be able to number one look for a hotel number two even pay for that hotel until that problem came about I didn't know that the bridge didn't have the capacity for us at a time. So we have some problems that are good, bad problems. Mm. The place got too small for us at a time. So I now had to think, and this is where the Lord steps in and says, Adam, now you've got this one. What are you going to name it? Not that it was a problem, but it was an opportunity to prove the skill that he had. Every problem that you face in life is an opportunity for you to, pro to produce number one and show the skill that God has given to you. You know, education system teaches us what we call hard skills. Yeah. Hard skills are like courses. For example, um, they teach you, what did you do? Social work. Social work. Um, mathematics foreign languages all of those things are learnt mm -hmm. skills and they're learnt based on somebody has taught me how to do it but then you have something that we call soft skills oh yeah you guys know this yeah you, you said that aha in fact leah come and sit here you're, you're a teacher bring your chair sit here because you're a teacher in training aha yeah take that scarf yeah <laughs> so you will help me with some english and some some words She's smiling throughout the whole film. Ah, Leah's really smiling tonight. It makes sense. This is her field. She's a teacher, so she will get excited. You've got to see you talk. Yeah, yeah. Come in. Don't be shy. So they have something called what? Soft skills. So the first one is what? Hard skills. So tell us what the hard skills are again. So hard skills are things like courses, English, math, science, anything that you can learn in a classroom. Mm -hmm. And soft skills are things that you can sort of pick up by watching. So for example, if I'm going to say something like building a sandcastle, that could be a soft skill. So it's anything that is not taught. They can't teach you how to do that in school. So they can't tell you how to build a sandcastle in school. Beautiful. She said it the way I needed it to be said. So the circles, the castle can't be taught. It's almost innate. Mm. It, you're born with it. That's the word innate. Jamal was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> In a man? In, in a? <laughs> it's called innate. You are born with it. Yeah. It's something that you are programmed with. So for example, leadership cannot be taught. As much as I see people trying to teach yeah. it, yeah. it's not something that you get taught. You learn on job. Yeah. I didn't know I can lead this amount of people yeah. until this amount of people came. Yeah. Yeah. Do you understand it? Mm -hmm. This is the thing with soft skill. And I used to think, why is it, do you know why it's called hard and soft? No, I don't think there's an actual reason. I think because they teach you that in school, they want you to go by that. So that's what's seen as concrete. And soft skills are just seen as, oh, it's by the way. They don't really teach you soft skills. So it's seen as to be lesser than compared to hard skills, but they're equally of the same value. Evil, evil people. Did you hear that? That's very bad. I remember in uni when we used to call media like Mickey Mouse. Mm -hmm. yeah. They said, mm -hmm. now look at the world. run by media. Do you see how the education system has so completely corrupted itself? Uh, all the jobs that you went to study for, business as a course, you can't, get, what is business? What job are you getting with business? It's, it doesn't even make sense anymore. 
It doesn't mean. Are you guys following me as I'm, I'm saying these things? So um, you can't even get jobs with some of the degrees you've gone with. The ones that we laughed at and shamed on, those are the ones that people are looking for now. Yeah. These are the people, the, the jobs that people are running to now. Now entrepreneurship are things that people want to do. At a time, I was like, what? Not go to school and start your own business? You've lost your mind, mate. That was the attitude. But this is how you know that that system of university will fade away. So if you didn't get your degree authentically like me, that paid somebody, I give myself a round of applause. Because I know that system wasn't for me. Don't copy me, guys. So all that face that I knew I should pay someone to do my master's. Don't try that. Don't try um, because you've still got to be excellent. Don't forget the spirit that you carry. So even if you are put in those situations and in those classrooms, you still exercise the spirit of excellence. And the Holy Spirit will teach you by his own divine skill how to operate in the skill of the world. Do you remember sometimes I to- some time back when I told you about the Holy Spirit? You see, the Holy Spirit is the ultimate teacher. And he's the ultimate teacher only when you are in line with what he's been trained to teach you with. If you try to go here, but the Holy Spirit has been told by the Father to teach you on this, he cannot help you. Did you hear that? So if you're forcing him to show you how to be the great mechanic, but God says, I need you to be the mathematician, the Holy Spirit can't help you in the area of being this great mathematician. And actually, when we speak about mathematician, we're talking about money. Yeah. When we speak about that, we're speaking about finances. Holy Spirit only has the capacity, capacity to teach you in the area of finance. He wasn't called to you being a mechanic, although he knows it, but it's not for you. So he can't give it to you. Do you understand yes, it? Yes, Do you understand why I need you to know your skill now? Yes, because when you know your skill, the Holy Spirit is now able to develop you in the area of that skill. Should we go to one or two scriptures this, this afternoon? Um, did you start the time already? I hope you have. You didn't. I know you didn't. You said you told me. 45 minutes of the 8.51. Oh, thank you, my dear. Bless you. Uh-huh. Maths. It's maths. Quick maths. <laughs> <laughs> that one was quick maths. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Daniel wrote, hard means set. It's because of the rules. You hmm. can't deviate from the rules required to teach hard skills. Say that again, please, Mark. Hard means set. It's because of the rules. You can't deviate from the rules required to teach hard skills. Wonderful. Wonderful. Does that make sense to you guys? Uh Uh-huh. It is set. But you see with the soft skills, these things are moldable. Mm. You're able to, like, um, Pastor... Like Pastor Leah said, repeat what you said about the soft skill. So with soft skills, they're things that you can be taught and... You can't be taught. You can't be taught, sorry. And they're things that they wouldn't teach you in school. So like the sandcastle example, you never see them teaching that in school, but you can kind of work out how to do it yourself if you think about how to apply yourself in that way. I love the fact she also said think. Yeah. Because problems require you to what? Think. think. Yeah. Again, I'm just honing on one or two points. And please... This has got to make sense to you. So if anywhere I'm speaking and you're like, I don't understand that, please, can you raise your hand? Let's treat it like a classroom. Can we do that? Yes, ma'am. Jemima, is that okay? Yes, I'm not at you, but you know we have an understanding, isn't it, ma'am? Okay. Um, so if you don't understand it, just be like, sorry, sis. Just, and sis is fine. <laughs> I didn't get that word. Uh, let's do that so that we can hold ourselves accountable. So even now, when Jesus started taking his disciples and he started teaching them, he was, you know, even Jesus was very smart about his selection of men. He didn't just choose anybody. He found some skilled men. (laughs) And when he found these skilled men, what he decided to do is that I see your skilled Peter in this area, but let me actually show you what this skill is for. He said, I know you're fishing, but let me make you the fisher of men. So what God and what we do here in the nation family is actually supposed to find your skill and place it in the right area of life. Because what we've done is misplaced skill. This is why many of us don't know that we have skill. Because nobody told you that that was a skill. In fact, the world told you that that's not a skill. They said it's too soft. (laughs) They said you can't use it. But the hard skill you have is useful for nothing. 
The hard skill people are actually used, are actually employed by the soft skill people if you look at it now. If you look in the media sector now, we've now start em- started employing the mathematicians to work out our pay at the end of every month. Do you see how the whole system is turning around? Universities cannot last another decade. They will start telling you that we've now start adopting apprenticeships in universities. Mark my words, they're gonna start doing it if they haven't already. Maybe you will know better, Jordan, because you're going into that system. Um, well, they do. They encourage you in your last year of uni to go yeah. and work. Aha, uh-huh. you so, see. So they've now started doing this. I think they've been doing it for a while yeah, now. They say go and do work experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But even in that work experience, you still didn't get the job at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I think I even did work experience, and I didn't get a job. I think they do apprenticeships which are university ones. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So Rebecca just helped me to say that actually now they're able in universities to do apprenticeships that are connected to universities. So they would do the education in the university and then the work practice in the workplace. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Uh huh. Say that again. Degree apprenticeship. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you. So it's called a degree apprenticeship. But even the degree will not make any meaning yeah. in, in years to come. It will make no meaning. I'm telling you, yes, ma'am. Doctor said they are going to start GP apprenticeships as well. Beautiful. So the process of you becoming a doctor that used to take five years, they're now saying that we're just going to look at a Boris and say, hmm, you've shown some uh, skills that can be used in the area of this GP practice. Come. So now the world are gonna, is going to start looking at the way Jesus actually did things while he was here. Because he didn't go and say, let me qualify you. He said, let, he said the Bible even tells us that he qualifies the called. We need to look at that scripture. Yeah, you stay awake, sis, and you, you'll be quicker. Uh-huh. So he said he qualified the called. So if he's called you, he said, come to me. Let me make you. Let me make you the instrument that will solve a problem. Based on that, I will qualify you as one who is able to fulfill the task of the problem that's at hand. So Peter, when he was dealing, and I'm going to maybe just use Peter as the main disciple for now because we, the Bible speaks about him a lot. When God called um, Peter, God already knew the problem that he was going to solve. He knew that he was going to solve the problem of the church. But he had to take you through some training processes. So what did the rabbi do? What did Jesus do? He became his teacher in training. He started taking him through some applied courses and he got to the final question, which was, Peter, who did they say that I am? That was his examination. You're not hearing me. That was Peter's examination. Your examination in school is all manner of questions that you don't even like. Algebra, Pythagoras theorem. I'm just naming math stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, photosynthesis. Um, all these things that you're not even... What is photosynthesis to me today? Come on, really though. What do I know about It is just water the ground. And it makes you sound like, whoa, yeah. you are so clever. Do you know that that is the trappings of Satan? The education system that we have today is actually trappings of Satan because none of it is even useful. They should have taught us things in school like how to save money. They didn't teach us that. They should have shown us how to sew, how to do all manner of things that we're doing today. They didn't teach us that. Yet they told us photosynthesis. (laughs) They told us about what an oxymoron is. They told us about Pythagoras' theorem. What is that even? I don't even know. What is it? It's a of triangles and calculating. Tri- you know it yourself, do you? I do. Okay, I'm just <laughs> uh, what does a triangle got to do with me? What is a triangle? If I want to know triangle, I look at pyramid. End of story. What is this? Do you know? So the system is completely backwards. And you know what? God, it, I don't want to discourage people from going into the education sector, but I'm not a fan of it. Jordan, you still got to go into your master's, so don't. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> no, you still got to go, and you've got to go there to prove a point. You've got to be in those systems to prove a point, because we're going to get into the book of Daniel soon, and we'll, we see a man that went through an education system. Oh my God, that taught that that. Okay, let me not go ahead of myself. Read that one first. <clears throat> verse twenty-six. 
What are you reading? Where? First Corinthians 1. Let's write these scriptures down as well because you might have to go back and study them for yourself. Listen, guys, anytime we do teachers like this or you hear PT preaching and teaching, I want you to have your notepads ready, your Bibles ready. Look at Pastor Crystal, beautiful example. Notepads, pens ready. If you're those that write notes on your phone like me, amazing also. But I want you to get into the, this is your teaching. Because you would do that in your lectures at school. You will have your notepads. You couldn't get away with not doing that. So why is it different here? Let's not treat it any other different, yeah? Let's really get into the school of the spirit now. Can we do that? This is what these sessions are. This is what your Thursdays are, your Sundays are. They're actually the school of the spirit. This is where life really matters. So if I were you, if you see all my notes, I don't play with my notes. Even there's times when PTs that put your phone on, I'm like, no, sir, because I've got to take notes. I'm not going to miss this. I want to hear you and make sure I get my whatever down. So um, please make sure you have your notes. And even if it's one or two points that stand out to you, I want you to go back and delve deeper into them and make sense of everything that you've heard because we can hear very powerful words, but it makes no meaning to us. It's the same as Pythagoras' theorem. You didn't hear that. You can hear some very deep revelé and very big things from PT, from P. Nikki, from whoever that's preaching at a time. And it's, whoa, at the time, that's such a big thing to say. But you've actually got to understand what was being said when that was being taught. And how do I apply this to my life? There are some teachers that may not be for you at a time, but they may be for you later on at a time. So it's better for you to get them in and absorb yeah. them so that when the time comes, you're able to go into your catalog, your spiritual catalog and, and go and delve out some things that you heard back in 2016 on the pulpit. I remember the times that PT was doing School of the Spirit. I remember the times when, um, not ETL, uh, Pastor Sam's Zuriel and PT will sit us down in a teacher style and teach and we would do our notes and stuff like that that was him actually establishing a school that was him getting us into training yes okay have you, you, are you reading 1 Corinthians 1 verse 26 yeah <clears throat> brothers and sisters consider who you were when God called you to salvation not many of you were wise scholars by human standards. Did you hear this please guys? Mm. It says not many of you were wise scholars by human standards. He's actually talking about the education system. Yeah. Even the guys that Jesus uh, chose for his disciples, do you know these guys were not educated men? Mm. They were not in the school system, but they were soft skill men. You're not hearing me, please. These were soft-skilled men. These were laborers. Peter was busy fishing nets. That wasn't an educated guy. He didn't go to the Pharisees. Remember when Nicodemus, who was the educated one, came to Jesus by night and basically told him, how do I become the soft-skilled guy? I'm so learned in so many things. I studied. I know the Torah. I know everything. Because says even that cannot get you to where you need to be. So he said, you're going to have to kill that nature off. He said, you're going to have to die to all you know. I'm going to have to re-educate you. I'm going to teach you in the way I know. By the time that Jesus had finished with dealing with Nicodemus, this guy was busy, selling, busy um, giving all his money just to wrap Jesus up as he buried him. <laughs> Do you know that? Have you heard that? You read that in your Bible, John 19, I believe. By the, I don't need to read it, but just to show you that this guy, as educated as he was, he, he died to that educated nature and decided to pick up the life of Christ. By the end of it, he was busy embalming him with myrrh, with mar, what do you call it, myrrh? Myrrh, myrrh, and all manner of things. Something that society would say, save. The education system teaches us savings. Saving so that you can pay them back. It's not even saving that you can be able to do anything good. They put you into so, so much debt. The reason why they put you in that debt is to keep you in that bondage. Yeah. By the age of 60, most of you still won't have been able to pay off your uni debt. You, know? you won't. That's, that's, they've calculated it. They yeah. want you bound by that system. It's a system. And it's the Satan system, you know. But he's disguised it so well that it's like the best system to go for because mm-hmm. it's education because it looks like you can get a job from it. But actually, if anything is not of God, it is Satan's. Mm. So that is Satan's system. And you still gotta be in that system, like I said, but you've gotta be there to prove a point. So you can't go there and be a a failure. You can't come out of there with uh, 
zero class, third class, Christelle, are you with me? Yeah, wake up. Um, you can't live there um, with less than a first because the spirit that was given you was a first spirit. You've got to make a point. You've got to prove a point. Even while you're there, you begin to teach the teacher some things. Mm, okay, keep going. I'm afraid. Just look at your own calling. Yeah. Believers. Yeah. Not many of you are considered wise according to human standards. I love this so very much. He's saying, you're all the stupid people. <laughs> you're the ones that they said they're soft skill people. Yeah. You're the ones that didn't make it into uni. I remember the times when people used to come back and did you get in? It was stress. Like, it was stress. Bro, <laughs> 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 never worked for me. Yeah, so he's looking like, I don't know. <laughs> but thank God that you didn't know because it would have never been beneficial to you right now. But you used to we used to sweat. We used to think, oh my God, we're going to open it. Some of us used to say, I'm going to go home and open it. I'll let you know. I'll message you. And, you know, I'll message and let you know. So that, that thing was so stressful. Some people got sick in my school. Like, are we going to make it? And if you don't make it, what's going to be the plan B? So they put you through a system called clearing. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you didn't quite make it, so we're going to clear you through. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible stuff. Terrible stuff. Terrible stuff. So much stress. So now God is saying that, he's saying here, you are not wise according to the standards of this world. And God is even saying that standard is, is even better than the standard of the system of this world because it was designed to fail. Mm. So I need the real teachers, the ones that I made. Don't forget, teaching is actually you making a person yeah. qualified for something great. Yeah. yeah. When somebody is teaching, so if I'm teaching Boris and I told Boris, I give Boris instructions and I always know when he doesn't listen. I told Boris, go and paint yesterday. There's no paint. I told Boris, go and get rid of those two plants go ahead and buy a new plant and let me see you lead those plants and then i will know if you're ready to lead boris wouldn't do it and boris won't do it not because he's not capable of doing it boris just hears something else my job is not to then go and judge that no as a teacher i just keep training until he gets it and eventually he will get it and eventually he will be in a position where he does lead because he's taking instruction but this is still, this is why your houses are so important because they, they, you're able to measure through teaching standards people's growth. Yeah. You're able to know if that one is ready to go into the next level. That one is even ready to go in and go and build their own trap house. Why? Via the teaching standard that we've mm. built in our house. You now have to understand why this house has got to be a school. Why the house of faith has got to be a school. I think it's got to be bigger than a university, you know. So I know PT told us that and I, I stand by it. We're going to call it university still because that's what he wants. But I think it's bigger than university. It's the school of the spirit. It's the school of the spirit because university is still capped, is set, as Pastor Daniel told us. So there's only so far you can go. But in this house, we're able to excel far above human limitations based on the teacher, which is the Holy Spirit, that allows us to know some things that the system of this world can never teach us. So university is still world standard. Do you understand what I'm yes, saying by saying that? I don't think in, in, um, that, that, the, that the Bible will ever talk about university. It's still human level. Yeah. But when you speak about the school of the spirit, you're speaking about something that's beyond, that's far above. So all of you consider yourself in training. And it's a teacher training because PT has called us and commissioned us to go out and teach. Isn't it? Yes, yes ma'am. And if that's the case, then you're all qualified to be teachers. Now you've got to discover for yourself what is it that you've been called to teach. And that doesn't mean today, Aaliyah will come and say, okay guys, turn on the Facebook live, me too, I've got to start doing this. No, that's, this is Pastor Nikki's teaching. This is Pastor Nikki's platform. Pastor Leah's platform may be like she came to me yesterday and said, I think I want to go into schools. I spoke to Pastor Crystal and Pastor Crystal suggested that I should take um, Elevate into schools. That is her teaching platform. That is where she speaks. You remember the time when PT was saying, go out and speak, speak, speak. I think for some of us, we thought, ah, we've got to go and do Instagram now. We've got to go and do uh, Periscope and be speaking. No, 
that what she's done there that is her speaking elevate is her speaking beauty lab is your speaking that is your area of influence that is your area of teaching and like i said whatever you are te- whoever you are teaching you are making them equipped to solve a problem whoever you are training you are equipping them for a world standard for them to be sent out into a field and be the solution provider there do you understand this so as pt is teaching us what he is fortifying us with and equipping us with is the ability to go out and solve worldwide problems Okay, finish reading that, please, Mark. Just look at your own calling, believers. Mm. Not many of you were considered wise according to human standards. Not many powerful or influential. Mm. Not many of high and noble birth. But God has selected for his purpose the foolish things of the world. I love this so very much. To shame the wise. He said he's he's selected. Oh, my God. By elect, he has selected you. And it looks foolish. It even looked foolish at the time to go and get Peter, a doubting Thomas, to be a disciple, but he saw his skill. He actually needed the doubt man to even make him know that what he's doing is right at a time, you know? You need people to question, oh my God. You need certain people around you to question what you're doing to validate what you're doing. Do you know, did you hear what I just said? You need certain people around you to doubt what you are doing, to actually validate what you are doing. They are not bad people. You've just got to know how to put them in your life. You've got to know what you can and what you can't expose them to. Are you following this? Uh Keep reading, Mark. And God has selected for his purpose the weak things of the world to... To shame the things which are strong. He's chosen the soft things of the world. To what? To show things which are strong. To show things which are... To shame the things which are strong. So he's going to use us soft men to shame the university system. Because our own school, it looks foolish. You even live together. You eat together. You give together. You're building your own economical order that's going to embarrass the university system as they see it now. Certain universities are going to call for a Nikkei, a Pastor Nikkei, to come and teach them music. That's what's going to happen. And by that time, Pastor Nikkei would have gone clear. She would have gone through clearing. She would have gone clear. (laughs) So cheesy, right? She would have got so clear that the demand that she will have, she will say, hey, sorry, university, I can't help you in that area, but what I can do, you can come to my school. That's the exchange. And my structure is not going to look like yours because their system is so set. And a lot of these university systems, I hope you know they started like this. It started as churches. Thank you very much. You know... Oxford was actually a Christian uh, establishment. If you even read their ethos or their um, slogan, it's actually a bit less. Thank you. It's a scripture. Thank you, Jordan. Maybe you will help me put it in the group chat so I can prove myself. Their slogan was actually Christian. So what happened? Wherever there's a hole in anything that started with God, Wherever there be a hole or a gate or a door open, I hope you know Satan is coming in. Same thing that happened in the school of the the Garden of Eden. Mm. Adam was being trained daily how to cultivate, how to emulate, how to multiply, how to do all these things. But there was a door open. But that door was necessary to be open. It was necessary that door was open. Because what God wanted to do was check whether this guy was taught enough Mm. on what to do should Satan come in. Mm. All of your teaching, do you remember what I said to you some weeks back? Satan was not Jesus' issue when he was led by the Spirit to be tested. Satan was not the problem. Satan didn't have power to do anything. Mm. It was Jesus that was testing himself 
that was not testing himself, that was being tested on what he developed, on what he wanted. Thank you. So he had the power in that moment. All Satan could do was suggest. Do you remember I taught you this? Yes, ma'am. I think PT began to say on Sunday as well. I said, whoa, that's powerful. Then I was right then. Praise God. Hallelujah forevermore. So it was never Satan. But Satan had to be the one to do it because he looks like the opposition. He looks like the one that could be powerful. But he had no power because if he did, then Jesus would have fell for him. But all power belonged to Jesus at that time. So you, you see the series of your training, your teacher training, there will come a time where you will have a test. There will be an examination. And that examination, like I said for Peter, who is it that you say that people say that I am? For Jesus at the time was, he was being tested on the things that he desired, the things that he was even called to serve and called to solve. The issue of bread was actually an issue. Bowing down or, or having the dominion of the kingdom was an issue. So he was being presented. Have you been in certain cryptic questions in your exams? It's like, oh God, how do I answer this question? But it was actually designed for you to, what did it, is it an IQ test? One of those tests that they do and they're actually checking you in that test. I don't know what it's called. Verbal IQ. reasoning. It's verbal reasoning, thank verbal you. Verbal reasoning. Uh-huh. So it's actually supposed to be a reflection on you. And even if you go and do, a, a work, um, if you go and apply for certain jobs, they do this, and even when we did the uh, thing today with Pastor Oyin, and she said the thing, what do you call this thing? Questionnaire. questionnaire. It was very repetitive if you checked it. Very, very repetitive. And it was actually trying to get you to answer the same question, but in a different way. So even Jesus on that mountain, he was being asked the same question in a different way. And if God was checking, would he still answer it the same way? And he did. Oh my God, the whole Bible was training, teacher training, you know. Look at Abraham. God says, I'm going to bless you and your offspring on account that you will teach them what I've taught you. What's funny, sis? David, in teacher training, at the backside of the desert, you know, for a while, God will have to call you out of the, of the system, of the world. And teach you for a while to bring you into the system to teach them what you know. David started teaching Saul actually how to be a king. Based on his own backside experience. The foolish things that confirm the wise. So the wisdom looked like Saul. The foolishness looked like David. But eventually the foolishness shamed what was wise. That's what you are called to do. Your foolishness, the fact that you pray in tongues, you read your Bible every so often, is actually going to be foolishness that will confirm the wise at a time. People will end up asking, how are you making certain things possible? Keep reading so I don't go into another dimension. God has selected for his purpose the insignificant, base things of the world. Insignificant, basic things of this world. And the things that are despised. And despised. And treated with contempt. Yes. Even the things that are nothing. Yeah. So that he might reduce to nothing the things that are. Wow. So that no one may be able to boast in the presence of God. Good. But it is from him that you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, revealing his plan of salvation Mm. and righteousness, making us acceptable to God. Wonderful. Now go to the version that says it it qualifies the call. You can't find it. Is it? Is that not a scripture? Did I make it up? It qualifies the call. It calls the qualified or... No, no, no. It qualifies the scripture. Yeah, those he called, he justified. Yeah, huh? those he called, he's justified. Aha, uh-huh. thank you. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Leah is teaching tonight. Have you got that, sis? Yes, where are we reading from? Please make sure you tell us the scriptures. 
much. Romans 8.13. Romans 8. Even I'm writing it in my notes. 8.13. 13. Ah, I just lost it. <clears throat> Go on. Let's read. For... From verse 29. For those God foreknew, he also predestined. To I love it. So, God predestined, yes? To be conformed to the image of his son. Yeah. That he might be the, for, the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. Mm. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Yeah. Those he justified, he also glorified. Good. So, can you read that again from the qualified part? Is that, is that word not yes. there? Justified, right? Yeah. Uh, same thing, qualified, justified, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so you, 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 you get the gist of that. Now let's go over to Daniel very quickly. How much minutes have I got left? About 10, right? Five. I'm over. Okay, let's do Daniel. Have you taken, can, can, yeah, please, because have you taken something from what I've said so far? Yes, just to show that I know you have, can somebody, can, I just need five people to share one or two things that I've shared today. I'm going to pick on you, Josh, go on. Yes. So you were talking about the schools and universities, about how they were once actually um, organisations in Christ, but of course the world then capitalised on that and then turned it into a business which then caused it to fail because it's no longer dependent on the thing that it was then created to do. Mm, beautiful, beautifully said. Pastor Oyen? Um, towards the end, we started to talk about um, Christ being tempted um, with his own desires. And then I like, wrote down that you can't be tempted with something that you don't desire, essentially. Mm. Um, and then at the beginning, you were given different instructions about reading proverbs. Um, spending 30 minutes a day doing that and also writing the skills that I think I have mm -hmm. um, and the skills that I desire to have. Um, yeah, you just, That's nothing. Yeah. Pastor Chris, what did you say? Um, you said... Uh, <laughs> Same um, whole thing. <laughs> 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 One thing. Um, every problem you face in life is for um, you to produce and show the skill that God has actually put in you and given to you. Beautiful. So, more problems I get. If I have more problems, it shows more skill that I can double develop. Beautiful. Do you know, that point is so important though, guys. So don't run away from issues. Mm. You've, got, you've actually got the skill to deal mm. with many issues. But because you're running away from many problems, you don't know that you have those skills, which is why you don't think you're good enough most times. Until Jesus came and met the, you know, your problems actually meet the need of the day. Your skill set meet the need of the day. So your skill, you, you know your skill at a time may be useful and then tomorrow you, won't, you may not even have it or have need for it anymore. And God will show you another dimension, another level of that same skill, but in another way so to speak and so you can actually have many soft skills you're not bound to one whereas the hard skills you can only really have one because you only have enough hours in a day to learn how to be uh, a math teacher or uh, what are the hard skills again social worker social worker I don't think I can't be a social worker it's not something unless I spend another 10 years mm -hmm. studying that thing it's not gonna happen but with the soft skills I can Discover, thank you, that's the word I'm looking for. I can discover that actually I'm a leader based on situation. I can discover that I'm able to, give me soft skill again. Um, she'll do so well. It's gone from my head, come on, get it. Um, you can communicate. You can communicate until there's a situation where you need to communicate in. You don't know it until it's been presented to you. Until the problem comes, you don't know the skill set that you have. So what do problems do? Problems begin to address and identify the skill sets that you have. So more problems, more skills, essentially. More problems, more knowing of the skill that you have. And how to deal with it. Thank you. There are some issues that we've had to, had to deal with from being here and in the world house that I didn't know I'll be able to deal with until the situation came. I'm trying to look for other examples of dealing with certain things. I'm like, I didn't know I was able to do that.
even you guys think of your think of something yourself i don't think even you're giving let's use that as an example until you realize that there was a need i don't think you even knew how to give that way your giving is actually a skill because not many people can do that you remember we said soft skills not many people can do it if you ask somebody in the world that's a mathematician and is probably getting the best salary ever more than you guys hey can you give 5k you not see that i use my hard skill to get it they cannot give it okay let's read daniel 1 and i'll close with that one daniel 1 let's read from verse 17. try in the king james version because that's how i read it today and it sounded it sounded good so well the way we're going to be talking to ourselves now i'm going to be talking like this a lot more very easy very simple some of the stuff i'm even saying you already know it and it's better that you already know it. it's safe but where we're going out onto youtube and platforms like this we have to speak in a dimension that number one we understand and number two is applicable Mm -hmm. very important that we can apply the words that we are saying which is why I've given you the homework so that when you go home and start discovering the some of the things that you have you can actually go and apply what I'm saying into your life mm -hmm. you can now begin to see okay there's a problem here there's a need here there should never be a time where we say that we've got a target and you can't reach it now because you now know what skill to go and get out of that catalog to use mm -hmm. isn't it you would know that if there's a problem that we've got to pay a bill here or something like that, there should never be a time that you say, I can't. You go, oh, skill set, use yourself as a computer, get it out. <laughs> Essentially. Okay, let's read. Let's read. As for these four children, mm. God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and Do you wisdom. know why I love the fact that it says for these four children? Because the best place for you to, for you to gain your skill set from is being like a child. Mm. I'll use the example of Nicodemus. Nicodemus asked, how can I get back into my mother's womb? He was basically saying, how do I become a child again? How, and what does childlike mean? Not knowing anything. Mm. Innocent. Mm. Empty or not empty, um, uh, uh, like a clean slate, so to be teachable, teachable. Because with every child, like you would do, you are teaching them. So uh, as a childlike state, you are, te you are teachable, isn't it? Okay, go on, read, Ma. God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom. Do you hear that? It said God gave them skill in all learning and wisdom. But before we even get to the verse 17, it already said to us that Daniel proposed in his heart mm. not to defile himself. He's made himself available for the Lord to teach him what to do based on the fact that he sacrificed his desire. Mm. You didn't hear that. The same way Jesus made sure that he did not adhere to his desires of the flesh, God was able to empower him with some skills that would take him to the, to, to the next level of actually attaining the desires through him. So Daniel proposed in his heart not to defile himself. And God says here now, he says that the, for these four young men, I've given them something. What does God do when you've presented yourself to him? He actually gives you skills because he already knew that I need this Daniel to help me go and get this kingdom. So it says here, to these four men, uh, go on. As for these four children. Children, sorry. God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom. Yeah. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Can you see that skill? Is that that was the skill, vision and dreams. Until Nebuchadnezzar can see Namane, Namane, Karakala, that was on the wall that day, the writings on the wall. Daniel did not know that he was able to interpret those visions until he saw the writing on the wall. But that skill came as a byproduct of him, number one, surrendering himself. Do you know that was his, that was his, um, his submission to the school? Him choosing not to defile himself. That was his own giving. Yeah. And God says, based on that, I'm going to give you some skills. And these skills are in the area of vision. Nothing to do with math mathematics. Nothing to do with social work. And those mm. things are good, by the way. Don't go and say, ah, oh, that's it. 
just candles now. <laughs> no, you need them because don't forget that area you still need to take, isn't it? Uh huh. So God sends certain men into certain things, yeah? So don't go and act, okay, let me act like the dumb people now and start behaving. No, because even that God will judge. I say, yeah, you're going to hell because I needed you there, but you decided to be stupid. It's not that it works. Until Daniel would not know because it doesn't say anything here about him having the ability to mm. interpret it. Mm. It doesn't say anything mm. like that. Until the day that that was presented to him, he looked and said, whoa, I'm able to decode that. Mm. And I'm able to decode that because somebody gave me a skill. And they gave me a skill because I chose not to defile myself mm. with this university. Because mm. don't forget, there were other men. Yeah. That yeah, Thank you. There was a different teaching. Yeah. And in that teaching, those guys were doing whatever, but guess what? They all failed. That system failed. Yeah. Maybe you need to, we need to read Daniel 1 properly so you know what I'm talking about. That's it. She still said, no. <laughs> <laughs> not tonight. Not tonight. <laughs> 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 so. <laughs> so the other men that were, that, you know, we're going to have to read it, guys, because the Bible even talks about Nebuchadnezzar looking for a certain type of man. Yeah. Yeah. He was already scouting certain men. Yeah. He already knew in his mind what he wanted. So even God worked with Nebuchadnezzar's need. Yeah. Oh, my God. You didn't hear that. God even worked with the need that Nebuchadnezzar needed. Oh, yeah. God worked with the need of Nebuchadnezzar by providing a Daniel. And he put the skill of Daniel that will meet the need of Nebuchadnezzar. Because don't forget, the whole of that Babylon still belongs to God. Mm -hmm. And don't forget, we always say this thing that um, it is for God to conceal the matter and it's for kings to search it out. So in that arena, in order for, um, for God to have his preeminence in an area, he has to work with whoever's leading at the time. He's not just going to go and say, I'm a Christ son. That's it. I'm coming. Pastor Chris can't go into the NSP. Yeah, that's it, guys. I've, I know God. I've read my Bible. I'm the one here. They would just send him to a mad home. But he has to, by the Spirit, be led into that system, number one. And the Holy Spirit will begin to teach him. Oh, my God. Daniel, by the Holy Spirit, was being taught on the things of God, on how to be useful and problem solved for Nebuchadnezzar. Because that's what he did. He problem solved for him. It got so bad that Daniel was tested on his teaching. There was a day that God had sent a message. And the prince of Persia had held that message for 21 days. And by that time, Daniel's probably uh, second guessing. Ah, all this teaching I think God's giving me. I don't think it even works again, you know. Did I not pray to him and ask him for a response? 21 days, we've not heard anything back. And this whole countries in catastrophe God was testing his resolve he was testing the very thing that he put his stamp on in the beginning because we can do that have you not in uni missed lectures sometimes and just not shown up and just been like ah in fact let me defer a year <laughs> some of you have dropped out you haven't even done anything you've dropped already why are you, are you a fly are you a fly you're dropping out what is that and then, then I did it I did did I do that? No, I did it before, after GCSC. I said, I'm going to work in Primark for a year. That's what I did. Before I went to college, I worked in Primark for a year. I thought, I'm going to make more money here. Until I realized it wasn't cool and they'll pay me four pounds an hour. Like, I'm going back. So I went to college a year late because of that. I deferred a year. Deferred a year. That word defer is very important. Where was I, guys? Uh -huh. So the prince of, they, they held, that was his time to even second guess the teaching. But he remained steadfast in his teaching. And he was then able to teach us about, he gave, he, then, he was then able to give us a prophetic word about the future. You're going to have to read the whole book of Daniel to know what I'm talking about. He was then able to give a prophetic word of what was going to happen in the future. What he was doing was becoming a teacher. Yeah. He was in the position of being taught. Now God was qualifying him to become a teacher because he's now started telling the world what will happen next. Mm -hmm. Teachers are also storytellers, you know. Mm -hmm. 
When Jesus would sit down and speak, he would, st- he would share stories. Have you not read the parables? The kingdom of God is like this. Mm-hmm. And he was telling stories. And I think that's where we're going to start from tomorrow because I think I've said enough today and I said I'm going to stick with my time and PT is teaching us to be strict in our time management. So I'm going to start with the teacher is a storyteller tomorrow. But from tonight, have you gathered some things, one or two things that will help you? You remember the assignment is to go back and Pastor Priscilla, I'm sure by now, has created those groups of people to go and pair yourself up and do your proverbs daily because if you want to be wealthy, we must study the man of wealth, mm. which was Solomon, number one. Um, then number two was what, again? The, the list of skills that you have and the ones that you desire to have. Uh-huh. Oh, it's strong tonight. I like it. Um, exactly what she says. So repeat yourself, sis. List uh, this, all the skills that you have and all the skills that you desire to have. Uh-huh. And if you, I said, if you don't know, then list the desired ones, isn't it? Yeah? So those two instructions are very important. And then when we come back tomorrow, let's pick up from where we left up, left up from and continue um, from there. But this education topic is so exciting to me personally. I'm actually enjoying it. Yeah, I'm really, really enjoying it. There's so much. But again, I want to try and stick to my time and not go beyond that. But you've kind of picked up the story.